Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Hey everybody, welcome back. Asher, you in a rush or something? You're like five minutes before the podcast. You're like, I'm on the link. I'm on the link. 701. I'm on. I'm on. (laughs) You in a hurry, bro? It's all gone, man. You know, first thing I hear out of your mouth when we get on the podcast is is just ridicule. Yeah, bro. But I I, I guess that's pretty normal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's pretty standard. Um, um, I, I just, I got things to do, man. I'm just ready to go. Well, I'm sitting here on brand flakes. I think that's what they're called, brand flakes. One nine nine Kroger, not Kroger, Aldi. So this is the this is what I you know get to look at every morning that you know Briston and I shoot the bull. Briston's always you know he's he's pulling up on the podcast. It's always different attire. Sometimes it's he's wearing a hat and a big jacket. Sometimes he's but naked, and today, friends and family, and everybody listening, Briston is butt naked on the podcast, <laughs> or at least his top I'm half butt, is. I'm butt naked, son. <laughs> Asher, you're an engaged man. Yeah, big news, dude. Big news, everybody. Asher found himself a woman finally. I've yeah, I'd found her probably two years back, and then. <laughs> Last year, or this past year, past couple months, I've been like, you know what? She is, uh, she's the one. So I went ahead and uh, proposed to her on Sunday evening. So this will be, this will come out next Monday. So two Sundays ago. And uh, yeah, boys and girls, I'm a, I'm a fiance, which is kind of weird. Well, congrats, <laughs> Asher. Um, did, did her dad finally say yes? <laughs> yep so we had we had the conversation literally the day that i proposed and you know i kind of planned it out where if he was still like eh, i need to wait a little bit longer which i was not thinking he was going to because i had moved down here and you know spent my time uh that i could postpone it to the following weekend or whatever but anyways we called them you know right after it was done it was they so his dad or her dad and his fiance and her grandma, they were all in town for the weekend. Anyways, we ended up taking them to the airport and Mackenzie was, she had like a meeting. And so she went and did all that. And meantime, I'm setting everything up. So I propose that all goes down. It's great. Happy, happy. We called them and they had just landed back in Austin and, uh, <laughs> uh, they were like, wow. Yeah. Like, y'all are engaged now. That was fast. And uh, I was like, yep, I got the green light. So I took it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Quick turnaround. Yeah, I was with Nikki, our photographer, Asher. You know Nikki? Yep. And uh, he was at our house yesterday. And we were on a... We looked at your Instagram posts because we were like, did you see how many likes I got? Because you got like 600, 700 likes. And um, Nikki zoomed in on your shoes and he was like... Hey, bros, wearing Nikes. 
<laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> yeah. I sure was wearing like this sweet suit with some like sneakers on, some Nikes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, we got a little dressed up, but you know, knowing Mackenzie, she, I was like, well, we get just dressed up enough to where it's nice and pretty. And, you know, I convinced her to wear something else to the dinner we were having. And, uh, but it was good, bro. It was good. I'm happy that it's, that things are underway. Yeah. And I also thought this was pretty funny. <laughs> uh So y'all's Instagram post with y'all, with you proposing. Yeah. Um, which we kind of went through this other day, Carly and I, because we did a collaboration post. So we had to agree on a photo and agree on a caption. And uh, I noticed in this picture here, which I know y'all listeners can't see it, but it's a picture of of Kinsey on putting her hand on Asher's chest with a ring. And I noticed there's no face in this picture. So I kind of <laughs> think what I'm thinking is one of y'all didn't like the way y'all looked. So y'all <laughs> cropped it out <laughs> to where it's just her hand on your chest. Am I right? Kristen, this is the one time you're wrong. That was actually just a, just a close-up shot that her roommate got. Um, and it was probably, it was probably. I mean, I'm sure there were other ones where our faces might have been in it. But that was one where she just got real close and got the picture and of the ring and everything. So. Mackenzie was pretty selective. She she didn't like the fact that, like you're saying, those are a little blurry, but I mean, we gotta work with what we gotta work with, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did uh your setup looks pretty good though. Um appreciate eight hundred and ninety-four likes. Didn't know you were a celebrity, Asher. I'm going for a thousand. That's all Mackenzie's followers. She's got like freaking I don't even know how many. <laughs> but Two thousand. Yeah. A lot of a lot of my people liked it too. So mm. wow. we're at be that it's that it's underway or at least i know why no what's crazy is i don't know if you went through this and all you know those that are listening that might have been proposed to um you like the guy we're preparing for it for months and months on end uh like i'm gonna do it this day i'm gonna do it this way i know it's i know it's the thing i'm gonna do i know that she's the right one etc 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 um whereas the girl She's just kind of like, oh, when's he going to propose? I don't know if he's going to or not. You know, we've talked about it a little bit. <laughs> anyway, Mackenzie said to me, she was like, like, this is all so new. I'm going to ha- I'm going to need three to five business days to process this. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, take your time. Because it's just I mean, it's like a I don't know. It's not necessarily the biggest change to your life, but it's different, you know, so. Mm hmm. Cool, man. It's cool. You get, a fan- you get a fancy word now. Fiance. Fiance, son. Let's go. Yeah. I proposed two years ago. Yep. Two years ago. Been about two years. Um, Sorry, people listening. I'm hungry. My brand flags are getting so- soggy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, y'all. We're going to be talking about some trail running soon in a minute. But, Asher, what were some, um, what was like, what, what was the scary, like, was it scary at all? Like, one proposing or asking for her hand again for the second time? 
for her dad. Um, was any of that like scary? So asking her dad, no. It was just like initiating that conversation again, and you know, me being like, "Hey," because um, he knew I wanted to have a conversation. He didn't know about what. And it was funny because he was thinking it was in regard to financial planning or financial advising. <laughs> I was like, "Actually, it's not about that at all. It's about the other thing we had spoken about a couple months ago." And so I was like, "Blah blah blah," like daughter's hand of marriage, and that was a very straightforward conversation, which I was very thankful for. And you know, God's blessing was upon that. But um, proposing. On the other hand, that was a little scarier because so I had the dinner all set up, you know, everything was good to go. But uh, I've written I've written a song and I don't know if I've talked about all the podcast. I know Briston knows about it, but I'd written a song for McKenzie um, two years ago. And I didn't know I was I didn't know if I was going to end up playing it for because I knew that whoever I ended up proposing to, I was going to play it for. <laughs> and so I let's hear it. Once I, yeah, right. Once I figure out that Mackenzie's the one, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play it for her. So we're there last or Sunday night, and I whip out the guitar. And mind you, I've, I've probably practiced this darn song 150 times. I just, like, played it. <laughs> and, dude, when I'm telling you, I got, like, nervous and oh, no. I couldn't sing. And like I was messing up and forgetting lyrics. Oh, oh no! It, it's definitely worse than I'm making it. I'm, I'm making it sound worse <laughs> than it was. But um, do you have a video? I do. I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna share it with everybody, but no, I might. Hey, send it to me. I'm gonna play it on the podcast for the listeners, <laughs> with your permission, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna be our outro song <laughs> for now on. <laughs> It's like it's actually a really good song, and I just kind of botched it. But I didn't completely botch it. Like she was, I got her to tear up. I got her to cry a little bit. That's a little, that's a little personal, but um, yeah. Um, hey, yeah, it was. And you so, know all that pain you go through for trying to like propose and stuff. Guess what? They get that pain back handed to them. Uh, one when they marry you, because then they're like, dang. Two whenever. <laughs> <laughs> two whenever. You put a baby in them, then <laughs> then you're repaying. So for nine months, they're going through stress uh, and stuff, just like how you did nine months, you know, leading uh, to the proposal. So I'll be honest, the pain of proposing is probably far less than the pain of childbirth. Although, you know, it's biblical that guys are going to have to work every day of their life or the days of their life while women experience the pain of childbearing so it's just two different kinds of suffering i guess but i hear you um but yeah that that was the other scary part was you know playing the guitar and getting nervous it was so silly too because it's like we're so close and uh and then obviously you know finding the right moment to pop the question were you were you you afraid she was gonna say no no i was not but it's just like I'm, i'm really putting myself out there you know I was afraid Carly was going to say no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. knew. I, she she had told me like two months in us dating, she was ready to get married. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I had a pretty good idea that Mackenzie was ready to go, and so here we are. We're engaged. Cool. When's yeah. the wedding, Asher? We're going to invite all of our listeners. Dude, I think it's going to be in August, just like yours was. Oh, yeah. Let me know, bro. 
right. Probably Austin, huh? We're thinking East Texas. Really? Because it'll be between Little Rock and Austin. Oh, yeah, I do. Come out, come out yonder, bro. Out yonder, I'll put on a trail race that weekend at your wedding, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure it out. I like that, bro. That's what Carla and I did. Like, her parents and family lived in Louisiana, like Arkansas. Um, Mine lived in like Oklahoma, Texas. So we met in the middle in the town that we lived in. It was kind of a middle point between everybody. So. Yeah, so that's good. Well, all right. Ash, your time to get into some trail running myths. You ready? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you do you personally have any trail running myths that you know of? Hmm. Nope, I don't have anything. Let's hear yours. You don't have anything. Well, well what, what do you mean by myths? Tell me. Like thing, like a myth, like something that's like a common tale. Like people say something, and in, in reality, scientifically, it's not true. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean, man. If not, I, know what, I got a I list know what, right here. But go go ahead and spill your list, and I'll come up with something. Okay. So, um, trail running myth number one: trail running is easier on the joints than road running. So you would think trail running is way easier on your joints than road running, which in a way it is. I'm not saying it's not, but um, while running can be gentle on softer surfaces like some parts of your joints, uneven terrain can cause uh, challenges and increased risk of ankle and knee injuries if you're not careful. So. Personally, I have found that whenever I run, it depends on what kind of trail too, but if you run on hard, compact dirt trail, it's not going to be too much different than concrete. But if you run on like grass, yeah, that's a big difference. It's a big cushion. So, Right. Um, Myth number two, you need special trail running shoes to trail run. This also isn't true. You don't need special trail running shoes. I've known guys who have taken road shoes out on like, I don't know, some random trails and even like muddy trail runs and they, they ran, they were fine. Uh, Obviously, if it's super muddy though, you probably do want some trail running shoes because they got those notches to kind of keep, keep you from slipping and falling a little bit, even though the mud just gets up in them and. It kind of stops working, so there you go. But myth number three, and Asher, I want you to know all these are from Chat GPT. <laughs> all these myths, yeah, it generated like a list of like different things. So that's where all these came from. But um, <clears throat> trail running is riskier than road riding. This is a myth. Trail running is not riskier than road running because, like, yeah, trails do have roots and rocks and things like that. Road running has its own dangers with traffic and stuff. So, um, trail running can be pretty safe compared to running on roads with traffic and all that. So, yeah. That. Yep. So that's the top three. I don't know if I was going to say five or three before. I don't know what I said before, but that's some trail running myths. Trail running myths. 
Asher, do you have any? I, I want to think of some original ones too. No, like I'm trying to think of some myths that are out there. Um, oh, I got one. Trail got running myth number four. At trail runs, you get age group awards. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is a myth. You usually do not get age group awards at trail runs. No, I had to throw that in, dude. That's an inside joke. Inside joke. I was thinking one is it's a myth that you can't complete a distance. Like, you know, people people mock the 50K distance, like the ultra marathon distance, anything beyond a marathon. They mock those distances up to, you know, something you really have to put on a lot of time and effort towards and like a lot of you know just training towards and um it's going to require a lot of mental fortitude and i think that's the most important piece it's not necessarily something that you have to just you got to be putting in 20 30 20 30 40 milers every weekend to run a 100 miler um you know stuff like that i think that's uh not sound advice or sound reasoning because it, it it really does depend on the person but i think everyone's got that ability to be able to go out and do a 50 miler if you're in relatively good health without a ton of training like Briston, you know for yourself for example like you putting in 6 mile runs six days a week for the next year i guarantee you that at any point you could go out and be like all right i'm signing up for a 100 miler i'm gonna go do a 100 miler and you could complete it yeah you're not wrong. It, yeah it would take some guts and some mental fortitude but it's a myth that we tell ourselves that you know oh that distance is way out of my wheelhouse um well i was I thinking that, about, i was thinking about this today on my run dude i was like you know, those people that do this 250 mile races, they're not running leading up to it. They're not running 150, 200 miles in training runs, getting their body ready for it. They're yeah. probably running like maybe, okay, maybe 100 miles a week. But even there, I mean, you still can't properly train for that distance. It's just kind of doing it and winging it. <laughs> it's just doing it. And you can't really trade for that. Yeah. Uh, I know. No, I told this pop this story on the podcast a couple months ago when I went for my dad completed the 100k in flip flops. Are you kidding me, dude? He's like, he's not overweight, but he ain't in shape in shape. And he, he got a little golf. belly to him. He got a little belly. Yeah, he got a little bit, and that probably helps. And <laughs> he plays golf like I don't know, six, seven days out of the week at least, and. uh you know, probably more rounds than seven. And he just walks a lot. I mean, that's that's training in itself. So you, there's that. But what it really was at the end of the day that got him through that was just mental fortitude and being like, you know what, I'm going to complete this darn thing. And he ended up doing super well. Like he didn't, I think he did it under 18 hours. And it's like, are you kidding me, man? Which, I, okay, you could say, oh, your dad's just a different animal. But uh, I don't know. He's he's a pretty regular guy. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you met your dad, Asher. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, 
Maybe I just think he's regular because I know him. <laughs> uh, but, well, that's enough of that. I think we're about out of time limit now. So we appreciate y'all listening to this episode of Shoot the Bull. If you enjoyed, please leave a five star rating. We'd appreciate it. We'd appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, leave a five star rating for us. Um, with that being said, though, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next Monday on Shooting the Bull. Happy trails, y'all. There you go. <laughs> see you next Monday.